Welcome back to 500 Seconds to Joy, friends. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm super excited. This is part two of my conversation with Stephanie Gass. And if you didn't hear about her in part one, she is the host of the top-rated podcast, The Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Stephanie is a clarity coach for Christian mompreneurs, and she helps women launch podcasts and create digital courses. And she is really here to support women in pursuing their God-led calling. And then walking them through that and holding their hand, guiding them, coaching them. I love what she does. And so in the first part of our conversation, we talked a lot about just starting and serving and not letting ourselves get too caught up in the how. We're going to talk about that more here in part two, but really just asking God to lead us and to take that action in the right category. So maybe we don't know the full plan, but we feel like God is calling us to something. And so we're going to keep taking steps in the right direction. And I like that Stephanie said, we've all been called, but few are chosen. So we want to raise our hand and say, God, choose me. I'm here. I want to do your will. I want to follow you. And I want to pursue my God-led calling. So in part two, Stephanie's really diving into that more. And also she's really giving us some hard questions to ask ourselves and ways to really get intentional so that we can keep things in our life as balanced as we can, pursue our God-led calling, stay intentional with our family life, and just be happy, joyful people. Okay, so enjoy part two of our conversation, friends. You know, I heard from someone recently, um, a couple who runs a mindset life coaching business and they were saying and it fits in with this the how isn't your business like when you take that step and ask God to lead you and you know that he's given you this idea of like okay this is the direction he's leading me and I'm going to walk down this path maybe you want to start a podcast maybe you want to write a book maybe you want to be um, a business coach or you know whatever all these different options you just walk down the path and then the how is where God comes in. I thought that was so good. The how isn't your business. I really liked that. And I don't know if you've heard that before, but I think that, you know, we get really stuck in, okay, God's calling me, but how am I going to do that? It doesn't make sense or I don't have the resources. And then I think we stop there, right? Absolutely. Of course, the unknown is terrifying. Your comfort zone is always easier. Oh, I'll just, you know, stay here doing whatever I currently do because I already know how, you know, if, for example, if you were to say, okay, let's say that today you are in corporate America, but you want to go and create, I don't know, uh, an Etsy shop with these super cool handmade products that you're, you love doing. You love doing arts and crafts. You've been making them for years and you want to actually do it as a full-time business, everything about that will tell you no, right? It's like, no, I mean, I can't do that full-time. I mean, I would never make enough money at that. I don't know how I would sell online. How would I drive traffic to the Etsy store? How would I scale it once I got a bunch of orders? What would I price it at? I don't understand any of those things. That makes zero sense for me. Well, guess what? Everyone that ever did something incredible had to do it even though it made zero sense for them at the time. You've got to just start and you, maybe you start with an hour a week and then Google becomes your best friend and you learn things as you go and you pick people's brains and you fail a couple times and you mess up some orders, but you keep going. And a couple months later, you've got 
five hours of work and all, and all of a sudden you're profiting. Oh my gosh. And then all the while God's bringing people to you that will help you scale. All of a sudden someone calls you up and they're like, Hey, I've got this store here locally in town. We found your stuff. Would you mind supplying the store? Can we order a hundred of that thing? And your brain explodes and you're like, okay, you know, I can do this. And, and God's helping me do it. Like the how will take care of itself if you just start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then also something similar is that let's say someone's stepping into their God-led calling and they are starting, they're taking that action. How do we make sure that we don't get trapped in the hustle harder movement? Because I think it's a real trap um, that I know I've fallen into. Probably most people who are in some sort of ministry or you know, business, entrepreneurial life, I think it's just such a trap to just work all the time and be consumed by this. And especially when you feel like God is leading you to it and you feel like you're going to do work for him and you're so excited about it, but it could consume your life. And, and even doing work for God could be part of falling into that trap of hustle harder. Um, so how, how do we embrace our calling, but then not get trapped in working all the time and hustling constantly? Sure. And it's, it's so true, you know, because the gifting work brings so much passion to our hearts and makes us so happy and joyful. We can live in that space all day. Right. Like Mm -hmm. for me, when I was in my network marketing career, I became, it became an idol for me in so many ways. Uh, I was working nonstop. I gained 60 pounds. My family was second. My faith was second. Everything was second to more money, more recognition, more rank, it didn't start that way, but it, the more and more that I, I felt good about what I was doing, the enemy used that to his own benefit, right? He's like, Ooh, she likes that. Let's do more ego, right? More success. Let's feed that. So you have to be very careful and find that balance of what the spiritual gifting stuff. Yes. It's so great. And it feels so wonderful. But yet, what is God asking us to do on a whole? And so what I like to do is you have to create the categories of your life that make you the most like Christ. So when I went through all of that, and I'm super stubborn, God's like, hold up, sister. I did not say work to that extreme and and be that crazy and put everything else to the side. And he had to literally step in and break that down for me to see the light again. And it was really tough. Like I call it my Britney Spears year, you know, her breakdown, she shaved Mm -hmm. her head, laughing the car. Like that was me 2000, circa 2016. Okay. I'm like, all this success has crumbled. My, my company's like all the things that could go wrong, went wrong. I had a newborn, I had a three-year-old. It was the first time I had ever failed at something in my life that had to do with business. Cause for me, that's really part of my spiritual gift. And so it felt like my identity was shaken. Well, when your identity is shaking, who do you turn to? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fix me, repair me, bind me, make me, make me new. And, and I'm, I see now what I've done. I see how I let this become everything for me. And you know, the weight of that is so crushing, but it's also like, it's also like you're being reborn in a sense because you're able to say, well, that happened. 
I'll never let that happen again. And, and you can take these incredible lessons from it to then help other people who are going through that. So to say that I understand the Hustle Harder movement is an understatement. I was the leader of the Hustle Harder movement. And what I can say is hustling harder for your own benefit will never equal peace, success, joy, heaven on earth, tranquility. It will only equal a, de a demise in your health, your ego growing, the enemy using you for his benefit, right? So you have to be careful. Why am I working so hard at what I'm working on? And so here's what my, uh, my recommendation is. I got out a sheet of paper, me and my papers, and I'm like, who is the woman that Christ needs me to be? Who am I? And I wrote down these categories. I said, okay, first I am, I am so faith led. Like if I am not spending an hour a day on scripture, prayer, um, you know, faith intention, I can't be the woman he wants me to be. So that's first carving that out in my life. Number two, I am this intentional mom and wife. I've got to turn off the work and be present for them. What does that look like? And for me, it looked like deleting social media every weekend because social media is my work and it easily becomes an addiction for me. Every Friday, it's gone, no exceptions. So I delete it and I'm like, that's what that looks like. Okay, next bucket. I am healthy. I am energetic. I am, I, I love my, bo my body's a temple. And so I've got to treat it that way. So what does that look like? It looks like healthier choices. It looks like working out. It looks like joining the gym I can't afford because I'm going to go. That's what it looks like. It looks like finding accountability partners that will keep me meeting them at the, at the workout class, at the Zumba, you know? So that's what that looks like. The next one, business. And here's where it got tricky. So I'm like, okay, what does that look like? It looks like whatever God can, whatever God wants to do with my strengths and gifts here to help other women do his work. That's what it looks like. What does that mean? It meant pouring out more free content, training and teaching women of what I knew about how to be authentic and real and do the work they were asked to do. And how do we do it online so we can be more present with our family? So we have more time for that first bucket and that second and third bucket. It meant all of that. Okay. So once I created this map stuff of who I needed to be for God, it was, my priorities were so clear. And I also had this time frame of what I was going to do with each of these buckets. I knew, okay, an hour a day goes to my spirituality. Then I've got two hours a day with my family and kids, non-interrupted. I've got the full weekend for them booked out. I then have an hour and a half to two hours a day of gym time. Cause you know, got to drive there, got to do the hour long workout, all the things. And then I had like three to four hours a day left for business. I committed to that map. And give or take, you know, you're, you're launching something or something crazy is going on. I almost live every single workday exactly like this over and over and over. And I feel such peace about it. I feel so fulfilled in every area. And I also give myself grace to know it's just a guideline. But if you see yourself heavily start to shift from one bucket to the other, you just readjust because you know this is the woman Christ is asking me to be. I have to commit to that. I can't allow that workout time to go away because then I won't be energetic for my kids anymore. I can't allow the spirituality time to not be important to me anymore because this is who he's asking me to do. So you've got to do that work for yourself and say, what would the, what would the most Christ-like woman and mom 
and businesswoman or whatever you do or ministry work, what would it look like? What would the time buckets be? And then you set that up, you commit, you ask for help to make that happen. You spend the money on what you need to outsource. You do the work and then you commit and promise yourself. And my priorities and my boundaries are crazy, but that's how I make it work. That is so helpful. I love, I wrote down so many notes as you were talking. So much goodness here. Oh my goodness. Everyone is so blessed to hear from you on this. I feel like, okay, a few things I just want to highlight about who is the woman that Christ needs me to be. That's a really good question. And then creating those categories, creating that map. And I love that word that you said, committing to it. That is the key piece that I think a lot of us are missing. And it does come down to self-discipline, but I would also say it comes down to asking the Lord for his help because he says in the Bible, he is going to be our strength. You know, our weakness is made perfect because he's our strength. You know, we're not going to just blast our way through this and be like, I got this. I'm on it. I'm committing. I'm so disciplined. Yay me. No, I think it's going to be yay God. And I think when I look at what you've created for yourself, Stephanie, it's clearly yay God because he is helping you create these time buckets. So I really, and I fully believe that anyone listening, when you figure out who God is asking you to be and your different categories, I really would present them to him in prayer and just ask him to help guide you in setting up your day. And the great thing is you can always change it, right? That's the great thing. We can always shift and adjust and find, I like what you said, that peace. When we discover that peace, it's like, oh, I found it. I found the formula for now. Thank you, God. Um, and just go with it and commit. I love that. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners Um, before we let them know where they can find you and connect with you and all that goodness? Yeah. So I think maybe the one question that people are thinking after hearing this, Stephanie, they're going, okay, so I'm hearing you, you kind of ease into the God-led calling. You got to do the work to figure out what it is. You do the inventory, then you map out the woman you want to be. But then if you're only working X amount or you're only doing the mission work X amount of time, how does it grow faster, right? How do I make more impact? How do I make money? And so here's the crazy piece, you know, in the Bible, here's what God promises us about this in second Corinthians nine, eight, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So the promise is When you find the woman, the map of the woman he's asking you to be, whatever amount of time is spent in that one bucket that is work or ministry or whatever that thing is that you're the calling, he'll bless you abundantly there. When you're going to use that money for good and you have, you're going to get you, when you make more, you can do more, right? When you have more, you can give more, you can impact more, you can live more freely. You can experience more heaven on earth. You don't have to be fearful or stuck under all the bills or tithe to the level that you want to tithe to and all the things. So in my opinion, when we stop worrying about how the money will come in, and you just start doing the work, you'll be blessed abundantly. And it's crazy because 
working less and hustling way less than I ever have in my life and actually doing more service, like doing more interviews like this and more just free trainings and podcasting, all the things that are free that I spend my time on making more than I ever have in my life. It's so counterintuitive, but it's because I'm doing the work he's asking me to do. I'm not worrying about the how I'm trusting the right clients will find me. I'm trusting that I'll be able to impact the right women. I'm trusting that uh, God will give me the guidance on what I should create next. And he does. And, and the second one is Deuteronomy 28, 12, the Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. Again, he'll open the heavens to send rain on your land to bless the work of your hands. So you're hearing through the Bible, this trend, this promise of just do what I'm asking you to do when you can, without sacrificing the other things that I want you to be right. And I'll bless you for it. And everything's going to be perfect, not perfect, but everything's going to work out, right? All the money you need will come and the favor. And anyway, so that's, that's what I want you guys to remember is that it's not about how much you're working. It's about how willing you are to just do his work and step out consistently every day, even if it looks like 30 minutes a day at first. That's so freeing. Thank you for sharing that. I love those Bible verses. And it's just so uplifting to hear that and uh, just food for my soul. So thank you, Stephanie. And um, I know people are going to want to connect with you. You know, I actually learned about you from a podcast that you were featured on. And so I know people are going to want to listen to your podcast and, you know, go to your website, see all the amazing freebies you offer because it's really true that you do have so much goodness there and you also have, you know, your digital course, um, podcast pro university. So just let everyone know where they can find you after this um, interview. And yeah, I'm so grateful for your time. Oh, well, I'm so excited that I could be here, Stephanie, and thank you for asking me. And I'm, I hope that you, you, you ladies and people that are listening can really take away some nugget that you can implement and you guys want to come hang out with me if you are a Christian entrepreneur or want to start this path of digging into your God-led calling and figuring out how to make that potentially into a business. My show is called the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. You can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts, Google Play, Apple, um, Alexa will play it. So come check that out. Free hours and hours of training. My website is stephaniegas.com and it's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E. G-A-S-S, -S, like Sam Sam. And on there, I've got lots of free gifts for that Christian entrepreneur. I've got um, blogs and just all the things. And then lastly, I reply to every single DM. So if you guys come to Instagram, my, my thing is at Stephanie Gass, send me a voice DM because I don't text. I voice DM. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? <laughs> yep. Tell me what your takeaway was from this episode. I would love to chat with you about that. That's awesome. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm going to link everything in the show notes, everybody. So you can just click there and go straight to the Instagram page and send Stephanie a DM or go to her website or go listen to her podcast. So thanks for being here. You're so welcome. Thanks, Stephanie. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful you're here. And if you want to connect with Stephanie Gass, all the links are in the show notes. I'll talk with you soon. Bye for now.